Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will just be getting vulnerable and sharing with you all about my anxiety lately, giving advice and encouraging words for anyone who may be suffering in silence with any battles or mental health issues, and talking about the power of just listening. So I hope you all have been having a good past couple of weeks. Um, My days have definitely just been going, but I'm doing a little better, kind of. (laughs) Um, And I'm definitely just stressed, but I'm here. And that's what I'm grateful for is that I have another day to continue to go on. Um, and I also hope you all enjoyed my 50th episode and laughed just as much as I did because I really enjoyed filming that episode and shout out to um, the host of Talker Brothers again for doing that episode with me. Um, and so today I kind of wanted to just do like a candid episode on my anxiety because I've just been struggling with my anxiety so bad lately. So I just wanted to vent about that and I hope it can make um, someone else know that they're not alone and just help others know that they are not alone in whatever they're going through. Um, and so I just wanted to have like a very candid and very open episode because I feel like I've touched on my anxiety here and there, but it's just been severe lately, like so bad, so draining and exhausting. Um, and I just felt it very heavy in my heart to want to talk about it because I just know that there's probably other people who think they're going through it alone but you know it's definitely not just you it's just been a really rough couple of weeks months all of that Um, and I will just share a little bit about what I've learned in therapy too and what I've learned in my listening class to just kind of help because I've been trying to remind myself of these things as well to help me keep going in the midst of all of that um so yeah I don't even know where to start but um so this semester it has definitely just been super rough um this has been one of my most trying semesters since being at UF as far as like personal life because um since being at UF like a lot of the times when my semesters have been hard it's been because of academics more so I mean a little bit of personal life and stuff but for the most part I feel like it's just been like academics and then like kind of personal but um I think now it's like academics kind of isn't as bad I mean it's definitely getting there because I'm getting into final season but I actually haven't had like a lot of work and stuff um like homework and everything like it's just more so been like big projects or essays and stuff here and there but for the most part it's like in-class stuff and a lot of my classes just really what my professors want is for us to learn um and to like take good notes and stuff and then you know eventually we'll have like an exam or an essay or something so um yeah like this academic semester hasn't been horrible academic wise like it's had its moments and definitely as finals as final season is approaching like final exams final essays final projects all of that it's definitely very exhausting for sure um but I think this semester what has really been hitting hardest for me 
is my personal life like just you know and personal life obviously trickles into academics and it trickles into your extracurriculars and it really sucks because I'm the vice president of ladies the organization I've been in since my freshman year and I'm a junior now and so for me to go from just a general body member to vice president like it means the world to me and I feel like sometimes I suck at being the vice president because I have been mentally going through it so much this semester that like showing up for other things has just been hard and I've done my best but you know sometimes I feel like my best just could be better um but yeah like I went through at the beginning of the semester it started out pretty good um me and my roommates were good everything was great um we would do things together bonding moments all of that um and academics was going pretty well and steady and then out of nowhere things just hit left field <laughs> um I remember like somewhere at the beginning of the semester like my relationship that I'm in with my boyfriend like it hit a very rough patch like I genuinely was like about to just be single I was like I'm not dealing with this right now I was like I'm just not gonna do this and um it was just like that was a super rough patch and I think just being in a long distance relationship just in general while also being in college like sometimes it is just difficult and I know a lot of people can be like oh like you know you guys are still young and like what are you what are you guys going to really have problems about when there's like not bills or anything involved and all of that but I think it's just the aspect of we're young adults we're in our early 20s and so I feel like we're getting to a place where you're kind of like people get married in their 20s and stuff so like for me I know I want to date to marry like I'm not one to really want to just like talk to a whole bunch of different people at this point in my life like I just really want to be slowly settling down and just like creating some type of foundation to see like are you somebody I can be with in the future and so um it's just like when you go through these rough patches and like being long distance and not being able to be like let's talk about this in person and just dealing with like communication issues and stuff and like it's just a lot and I think we have really just hit a very rough patch but then you know we found a way to get it together and sadly it was really when my dog passed away that brought us back together because I really was just in a very deep and dark place in my life and um, he showed up and was there and I think that that really helped us come together um and that was another thing that happened this semester is my dog um, of 15 years passed away and in the most craziest of circumstances. So um, and then the year before my other dog passed away. And so it's just like that in itself had hit me so hard this semester because it that's like a huge, huge life change. Like it's life altering. Um and it's just yeah like it's for you to be a dog mom for that long like it's just it feels like something is missing every time I go home I have been home about like three times since all of that um since like both of my dogs have passed and it still feels like something is wrong like it it's just I don't know if the feeling's ever gonna go away because it's like 
I still find myself looking in the room where they stayed. Like, I still find myself like hearing like barks but knowing that they're not like actually barking or anything and just like feeling like oh wait like it's seven o'clock I have to go feed them and walk them and then it's like wait like they're not here it's like something that I just don't know if I'll ever get used to like it just feels really weird and it's just something really hard to deal with and um I think that's another reason why I'm struggling so much this semester is because Usually when I'm going through something, um, since I've been in college, I always can look forward to it's okay. Like when I go home, like I'll have my dogs and, you know, they'll make it all better. And it just, yeah, it has not been that at all um, because they're not here anymore. And I just, everybody's always like, are you going to be a dog mom again? Like, are you going to get more dogs? But genuinely, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can mentally like be a dog mom to another set of dogs but maybe one day maybe it's still like too fresh but that hit me really hard this semester and then my childhood pastor passed away as well um recently and that was extremely unexpected he played a huge role in my family's life and in my life like he it's just um he was like an incredible incredible person like I feel like everybody deserved to meet him he was so funny so honest like just so loving and it just was so heartbreaking when I found out the news and um it just was like I just could not believe that more bad stuff was happening on top of everything else that was already going on and it just it was a really devastating time and then um on top of that me and my roommates we are not good at all like we are not good and that's been difficult because it's like when you're not getting along with your roommates and it's just it's really awkward for one and it's like you live with these people and so it's like you know, if I go to visit home and sometimes if I feel like I'm not at peace at home, like I expect my apartment to be that place of peace. If I can't find peace somewhere else, like this is my supposed to be my sanctuary. And so um, that has been the number one thing that has been making me super anxious lately because it's like, I don't have peace in the apartment and it's just been very difficult and it just feels like I'm grieving again on top of grieving my dog on top of grieving my pastor I'm now grieving not having that friendship there anymore with you know my roommates and stuff and so it's just been a lot um and honestly the whole story behind that situation is just so long so draining so cannot even get into that but um it's just a lot like the circumstances of that was just I don't even know how to describe it just super uncalled for and just yeah a disaster is all I can describe it as um and like with finals happening that's been very stressful like I'm currently working on a group project where 
I am pulling so much of the weight and I'm like, look, y'all, like this project is way too big for me to do on my own. I need y'all to get it together. Like, please do your part. So it's just been a lot. And I have like another group project that is not progressing in any way. I have final essays in multiple classes, final exams. Like it's like my world is spinning out of control and I've been trying to like get ahead of everything, but I'm just like, oh my gosh. I'm like, this is so, so much. And um, I've been trying my best to really keep up with the podcast because I'm like, you know, despite everything, like I still want to make sure that I still do that. Um, and then yeah I've also just been planning and spending so much money on my birthday um, because I'm turning 21 in January and so you have to go all out for milestone birthdays like that so um, I have been spending so much money and that has been giving me a lot of anxiety actually because I am not one that likes to spend a lot of money, um, at least not a lot of my own money. So, um, yeah, the fact that I've been spending so much lately, it's been like, yeah, I don't even want to add up how much I've spent lately. I just, yeah. So for Christmas, all my family, like, they're like, oh, what do you want? And I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, please just cash at me. That, that will do for me this year. Cause yeah, it's, <laughs> that has been a journey for sure. Um, but like I said, like my roommate altercation, I think is the one thing that has been causing me the most anxiety. And which is why I wanted to do this episode because I haven't had anxiety this bad in a while. Like I usually have anxiety. Um, I usually have it pretty much almost every day, every other day. Um, but when it skyrockets to this level, um, yeah, this hasn't happened in a while. Like it, it's bad. Um, today has actually been one of my better days because yeah, I was like, these past few weeks, I have not been okay. Um, and usually I listen to music as therapy and I haven't even been able to really listen to music without it being, without my mind being clouded. Like I can't even focus on listening to it because my mind is just so stressed and my body just feels so tense and overwhelmed that like music can't even calm me down. And I know that that's when I'm really going through it because music always fixes like everything for me I feel so for me to just like not even have that it just it's just been hard it's been horrible um like I was losing my appetite and it was like literally to a point where I was just like I'm not gonna eat for like a couple of days because I was like I'm just not hungry like I was really like I was so anxious that I just could not eat food didn't appease me in any way which is like very shocking because I love food and so I knew that it was bad because I was like I'm not eating like I'm not I don't want to eat and then when I would force myself to eat because everybody was like you have to eat when I would force myself to eat like it just wasn't enjoyable because I really just was not hungry um and it got to a point where I would just like sit in my car or sit in my closet for hours, like literally hours. Like 
I would get off, um, I would like walk home from school and like um, get off the, cause I take like the bus to school because it's just a lot more easier and convenient and cheaper. Um, a lot of UF students do that. And so I'll get off the bus and like walk from the bus stop straight to the parking garage where my car is and just sit in the car for hours and then go back on the bus for my next class and then when I got back from that class would sit back in my car because I just didn't want to be in my apartment to deal with all of that or um, I would just sit in my closet and I would sit in my closet sometimes during the day because I just wanted it to be dark like I just did not want to see sunlight I just wanted it to simply just be dark because um, I was just so anxious and just being confined in like the four smaller walls of my closet it helped me to feel like I was in like a different you know type of dimension than in the apartment and um it just I knew when it got to that point I was like no this is bad I was like because why am I sitting here in my closet like why is this bringing me so much calmness like this is not normal um and like my heart was just like really racing and it was just so so bad like to a point where like I was just having like these really just faint breaths just very much like just freaking out and just like I was trembling like it was just like there's I feel like there's no words to really even fully describe it because it was just like the amount of stress my body was on like I was telling my family and friends I was like no guys like it's so bad I was like my body is under so much stress like I started getting really scared because I was like this is not healthy I was like there is no way that this can be healthy for one person to be dealing with this immense amount of like emotion um and I was like super restless too like I just could not sleep like I was like tossing and turning and just like jerking up out of my sleep like just like waking up super anxious like oh my god did that really happen like am I really not okay with my roommates like this is so bad like you know I was like did I really get in an argument with them did we really yell at each other like it was just like everything was spinning and like just running all these scenarios through my head and like the whole scene of us arguing running back and forth and it was just really rough and then like them like showing up in my dreams like it was like yeah um and there were just times where I legit just felt paralyzed like I was just stuck in bed like I could not get up like I was just there just like I can't do this today like I mentally am not here right now um and there were just times where I just felt super super nauseated like I was just like and that obviously probably had something to do with not eating but also I think I was super nauseated because I was just so overwhelmed by the emotions like I just felt just anxious like literally just felt like I was just so scared about life like I don't even know like I just felt like I just needed the world to just stop for a minute um and I was having like extreme migraines like headaches that I haven't had um ever like they were like excruciating um and just like feeling like I couldn't breathe and just feeling like the world was crumbling and it legit felt like my body was about to give out that's like the best way I can describe how bad my anxiety has been like it just 
felt like my entire body was going to give in on me because I just I felt like I was just like not functioning anymore like my body just stopped is what it felt like like I just was so out of myself like I just felt like you know how like people say the saying of like oh um like a home where the lights are on but it's empty basically describing how like a person um can be walking and talking and you know like they're still here they're still alive but like they're just not present and that's how it felt like it felt like I was absent from my body like it just I was like drained from everything um drained from just going through everything I already went through and then to not have peace in my home um and to lose like friends and stuff um in the midst of this like it just it was rough and to be in a situation where you feel like you really didn't do anything and you just wanted somebody to be there for you and for it to all just get spun around in such a vicious way um it's just yeah it's rough it's definitely rough um and it caused me really really severe anxiety and I'm doing better I feel like I'm still not a hundred percent but compared to what I was these past two weeks I am doing a lot better um and I just don't ever want to get there again and I hope that it doesn't have to get there again but um we will see because yeah I just I was scared like I was literally scared for myself because I was like something is wrong I was like I'm usually anxious but this is like to a whole different level like I'm starting to just feel like I'm losing myself like I'm just not here anymore and I am down like bad so um yeah I had wanted to share this because as I've always stated this podcast it's a part of my therapy and it it really does allow me to vent and to help others um and I also just wanted to bring awareness to how bad anxiety can be um it's a horrific thing to experience and um even in one of my classes we talked about how in this generation a lot of the time people kind of just like throw around the word like oh depressed and all that stuff but like they're not actually like depressed like they're not clinically depressed like they're just kind of sad and I feel like it's very important for people to just say like that they're sad like don't say that you're depressed when there's people who are actually experiencing depression like if you're feeling anxious just say you're anxious but don't categorize yourself as having anxiety like just in general when you know you don't because I promise you like having anxiety is seriously not something that you want like for people who actually experience it experience it like every day or very regularly um every other week all of that it is a horrible horrible thing to deal with I wish with everything in my soul that I did not have anxiety and it's like you know you can get medicine or whatever but the medicine comes with side effects like the medicine can make you become depressed and all this stuff so it's like you genuinely have to pick or choose like okay either I'm gonna be anxious and I'm gonna have to figure out ways how to cope with it 
or I'm going to get some anxiety medicine and it's going to help me calm down, but it's also going to give me these other horrible side effects. So it's a very um, draining experience. So, you know, if you do not have like regular, just in general anxiety, like, you know, don't try to categorize yourself as having it because it's really not something to like, you know, be excited about. It's a very, very exhausting thing to have. Um, and honestly, like these past few weeks in honestly months, but definitely these past few weeks, like I was scared for myself because I just felt so out of control of myself. Like usually when I'm experiencing anxiety, it can get bad, but I will find a way to like get back calm but what I was experiencing these past few weeks was so severe and I could not calm down. Like I was in a constant state of just trembling and nauseous and just feeling like I legit wasn't present in my body. Like there was one day where I was like, I just really wish I was hungry. Like I was like, I really want to eat, but I'm just not hungry. Like my body just, it just wasn't, it just wasn't working I feel like that's really how I felt like it just felt like it wasn't working and um I know that I constantly talk about my mental health and just mental health in general on this podcast but it's just so important because there are really people out here who are struggling and I will always advocate for people getting the help they need and making sure people know that mental health is such a real thing to struggle with which is why I felt like just giving this very candid episode was very necessary because I was like I just need my listeners to know that I am not trying to be inconsistent with like my posting and everything on purpose I'm just genuinely going through it um, and also just I wanted you guys to know that you know I go through things and it's okay to go through things and you're not alone Um, And so that's why I just felt like it was very important to just share this episode because I just want you guys to understand that like you aren't the only one who may be going through stuff like that. And I just want to be able to help anybody who may feel like they are alone. Um, And yeah, like I said, I will always just advocate for these things because it's just very important and um It can also just be, um, it can also, like I said, explain a lot why um, I haven't been posting and stuff as much because I've just been trying to get it together because these past few months have just been really, really rough. And I would definitely suggest having um, a powerful support system and a therapist if you can, because my family and friends have been my absolute rocks through everything and my therapist has been so helpful and I'm very grateful for all of them so having the right support system can definitely help and um, another thing that keeps me going that I like to remind people of when they are going through a lot um, and I like to remind myself of it too is just to remember to think about your future 
um that's like just one of the biggest things that keeps me going like i think about how i want to see myself graduate from the university of florida i want to um get married and i want to have children and i want to have a successful career um there are just so many things that are worth me staying here on earth and there are just so many things worth you staying here as well so don't give up and just keep going and there um there was actually like this post that I read on Instagram from this account um and their username is heartful zeeks I think like z-e-i-g-s and um they posted 100 reasons not to commit suicide and they were such good things that I wanted to actually share with you all um so the different reasons were um it's something your parents will never get over it'll destroy your siblings it'll destroy your best friends everyone will miss you your pets will be lost without you um publish your writing tell your story give it time to get better because it will help other people travel art have a drink at 21 get tattooed graduate high school graduate college get married, have kids, drive, live on your own one day, concerts, music, new movies, new music, next album of your favorite artist, next season of your favorite show, sequel to your favorite movie, learn a new instrument, photography, reading, new books, see a book you like become a movie, meet your idols, have a job um, or get a first paycheck, go scuba diving, see a bunch of different animals in person, go to museums, go to haunted places, learn a new language, go on a hot air balloon, New York City, Paris, Rome, like traveling to those places, um, see yourself recover, food, be an inspiration. It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Um, you matter. You are important. You are not worthless. You make other people happy. You are never truly alone. Um, making new friends. People do care about you. There's only one you in the whole world. You have so much potential. You're super smart. You can do great things. Tree houses, hugs, kisses, stargazing, dancing. You could save someone's life. You have so much more of life ahead of you, beaches, listening to rainstorms, waking up to sunshine and birds chirping, snow, holidays, Halloween, autumn, opening presents, your next birthday, you're so talented, laughing really hard, the world wouldn't be the same without you, flowers, be your own hero, bubble baths and bath bombs, cuddling, lying on the grass and watching clouds, drinking hot chocolate, meeting your long-distance friends, doing crazy stuff with your best friends, staying up all night and sleeping in, your scars will heal, cute baby animals, your life can't only get better, you have a voice and a right to be heard, experiencing life, it's only temporary, going on that next car ride somewhere nice, watching Broadway, singing your heart out, eating your favorite meal, discovering new places and things to do, proving yourself wrong, proving to yourself that you are capable, watching yourself grow, 
watching those you love grow, giving someone else hope, and the number 100 reason you deserve to be happy. So I thought that list was amazing. All of those things are so true. Like, live to see those things, live to do those things. Like, seriously, those are just a hundred of the many things that are worth you living for. Um, And so, again, like, those are just many reasons why you should keep fighting this good fight called life because there's just so much more out there for you to experience. So do not give up here. Like, do not give up here. Um, And it is okay to give yourself a break. Like, I have visited home quite often these past few weeks and months. So just... um, do that if you need to like do whatever you need um I did visit home so I could find some calm within the storm so if you need a break like just do whatever you need to do to give yourself one because our bodies can only take so much know when enough is enough for your body because I definitely knew when enough was enough for mine um whenever I started feeling super out of control and just very out of myself I was like yeah I need to go home I was like I need to get it together get my life together um and just be surrounded by people that love me and care about me so um yeah definitely know when enough is enough and when to just take a pause because you know it's okay like we all need it sometimes um and so now I just want to share what I learned in my listening class so We learned about um, therapeutic listening and I wanted to share what I learned because it was actually kind of shocking. Um, So in therapeutic listening, you have to focus your attention on the person talking to you. And so this means like focusing on how that person feels and not your own personal thoughts on the situation um, and showing that you care by like turning your body towards them and making eye contact and maybe some reassuring nods and don't interrupt them. Um, And your job is just to show that you are present and that you're paying attention and you care and just allow that person to be vulnerable and create a supportive space for them Um, and just show empathy and bring yourself to just a vulnerable place with them. Um, And the shock and the shocking part was that um, I learned that you as a listener, um, you don't need to give advice in therapeutic listening, which was crazy to me because I'm always ready to give advice. But with therapeutic listening, um, as I learned, like your job isn't to give advice, like your input isn't needed. And I learned that everything doesn't warrant a response. Like sometimes people just genuinely want to be vulnerable with someone and they want to just be heard. Um, And one really good takeaway I got was we learned that rarely can a response make something better. Like it's just about the connection that you have when it comes to just listening. And that's really the heart of therapeutic listening is that you know a response can't make the situation better but being there for that person um during their time of need can make it better so um or it can help not make it better but it can definitely help a little bit um and now this is like of course with the exception of if you have a therapist like that's a whole different thing their job is to help people 
Um, and also if someone is venting to you and they ask for your advice or something, like you can give it to them. But what I've learned is, is that at that point, it's no longer considered therapeutic listening. And that doesn't mean like you don't care or anything like that, but it simply just means like it has turned into a conversation more so than therapeutically just listening. Um, and some appropriate appropriate responses when therapeutically listening um would be like things like helping that person just weigh their options in whatever situation they're in and just ultimately allowing them to figure out what option is best for them um and i just thought that was such an interesting concept to learn about because you genuinely can't say anything to fix what a person is going through and especially with everything like i've been facing lately i completely understand that because yes it definitely has been comforting getting advice and encouragement from family and friends but there is truly nothing um they can say to fix the things that i'm going through but i at least appreciated them for being there and allowing me to vent um, also, in my listening class, we watched this really, really powerful video to show that you never know what people are going through to help people realize that empathy is so important. Um, and so the video is on YouTube and it's called Empathy, Stand in Someone Else's Shoes. And it just takes you through like all these different clips and shows what struggles people are going through that they may not be showing on the outside. And it's definitely a tearjerker. Um, it was, yeah, when I watched it in class, I was like, okay, wait, not this is emotional. Um, and um, yeah, I've just always been really big on you never know what a person is going through because you genuinely don't. Like people never know what you are going through. Like there's people who will smile all day and they're just going through the worst period of their life. Um, um, so yeah, and there was even this one time actually during my listening class where I went up and did a presentation with a smile and everything on my face and everyone was like, oh my God, you did so well. And whole time, like people didn't even know that I had just had like an anxiety attack before class and was actually feeling really awful and sad inside because I was heading home right after that class for the first time since my dogs passed away. And like I knew it would be emotional, which it definitely was. So it was just crazy because it's like all these people were so proud of me and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, thank you. But little do you even know, I'm just kind of going through it. Um, and me and the president of the organization I'm in, ladies, like we even talked about how we've become just so accustomed to just having to put on this brave and happy face when deep down we're going through it. Like I have to show up to the ladies meeting as vice president with this, you know, have it all together persona and I have to show up to classes and everything with it all together knowing deep inside I'm going through it and there's just so many people in this world who have to do that and um I've even like realized that sometimes I'm so accustomed to just having that standard answer of oh like yeah I'm good when somebody's like how are you but I've been trying to catch myself lately and just be more honest like actually no I'm not good like I'm kind of sad because like they're like I've just been going through so much and I've been so drained and so sometimes I'll just be like oh good and then I'll think about it in my head I'm like well actually I'm not but you know so you know it's okay to just be honest sometimes if you're not okay if you're not good um and so just always keep in um 
in mind like everything isn't always as it seems so just be mindful that people may be struggling and going through things and it takes nothing to just be kind to people it might seriously just make their day so definitely just be kind when you can um and i wanted to share those things from my listening class just to show that there really is so much power in seriously just listening when someone is going through it and even if you are in a bad place and you simply just want to vent it is okay to be honest with the person you are venting to and tell them like look like i don't need your advice um and like you don't have to be rude but just you know be like i don't really want your advice and you just really want someone to to just simply listen because sometimes that's all we need sometimes um, and that may actually help the other person too because it'll help them not become distracted by thinking about advice because their full attention is just on listening to you um, and I also just wanted to share a few things my therapist said as well um, so whenever I'm overthinking everything under the sun, um, she told me that like we are all human and we make mistakes and no one is perfect. Um, and she was like, you are your worst critics. So don't get down on yourself for making mistakes. Um, and she said to just constantly remind yourself of your worth and to even put it on sticky notes on your door so you can look at it when you leave, journal out your negative feelings and then replace them with good feelings or even do like voice memos to yourself. And the same way you hype yourself up is the same way you need to hype um, or the same way you hype other people up is the same way you need to hype yourself up. And that really just stuck with me. Um, so just always remember that you are, um, just always remember those things when you are being down on yourself. Um, and as far as anxiety, this is something both her and one of my professors keep telling me. Um, they keep telling me that there is power in breathing. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but there really is so much power in breathing. When a person actually takes deep breaths, it really can help calm the mind, body, and soul. Like I've learned to not take short breaths because that can make things worse. And I'm even still working on that because um, when you take those short breaths like you're causing yourself to panic more so just take deep breaths in and out inhale for three seconds hold your breath for three seconds and exhale for three seconds um and i've also just been getting back into meditation so find yourself some affirmations on an audio or um you could even record your own affirmations to listen to while doing breathing exercises it really is so helpful there's um this one person on Spotify, I think it's called like Affirmations Babe or something, and they have really good ones to like do meditation to. Um, and yeah, just I hope that whatever you may be going through, you know, you're not alone and just know there is power in listening and there is power in being there for yourself when you need it and that you have the power to keep going and, you know, you don't have to be strong all the time. Like, it's okay to not be okay. And I hope that me just sharing what I've been going through, at least just a little bit of it, um, I hope that it can help any person who may be experiencing the same or just anything. Um, and just don't give up because hard times don't last forever. And I keep reminding myself of that as well. So, you know, it's not going to last forever. It's temporary and it's going to get better. You might not be able to see it now, but it will get better. Now into the Let's Discuss segment. <laughs> 
So, um, I had wanted to talk about the verdict of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, like how he got found not guilty. Um, and I watched bits and pieces of the trial and I feel like based on like the favoritism the judge had towards him, um, these results were definitely already just clear as day. Just the performative crying, the getting to pick his own jurors, like it was a complete circus act and it is just so unfair to the many young black men um, and women who didn't receive an option like that. They were claiming self-defense and I watched the video and everything, but my thing is there was no need in him getting across state lines, like going across state lines to purposely show up to a protest with a huge gun strapped across him. Like for what? Like why was he there to begin with? And for him to be just all smiles when leaving court. Um, and I even heard like he was offered some type of internship. Like it's just a slap in the face to black people and black people who got killed without even getting a chance at all and I mean it's just horrible how this judge um treated this trial and treated this case and it's horrible how this whole thing turned out when there are literally black people getting killed for something as simple as going jogging like Ahmad um Aubrey um and speaking of Ahmad Aubrey, um, I've been watching his trial and it's been hard watching it um, because the defense attorneys are just absolutely disgusting, like just such a joke, like especially Kevin Gogue. Um, that man has the most like, just childish tendencies I think I've ever seen, like just super unprofessional. And I just cringe every time he speaks during the trial and he makes it so hard for me to even want to keep watching it because he objects to everything. Like, I think he might deep down, like, realize just how bad, like, these defendants are in hot water for. Um, and that's why he just keeps trying to object everything. But it's like, look, like, <laughs> it, it, they did what they did. It just, you know um and like just the continuous objection about black pastors being in the courtroom like the judge has already said time and time again that there is nothing wrong with it so he just needs to let it go there is no reason why every day they go to court that he talks about it and it just seriously it's just outright racist and unacceptable honestly and this is an open court and whoever wants to be there can be there like if that's what the judge says then that's what he said like I don't know why he keeps trying to fight him on it um it really is it's just so ridiculous and I think this judge I think this judge is doing his job but um sometimes the court can just be so out of order like in this trial like the court has been out of order a lot um it's definitely one of the most hot mess trials I think I've watched to date. Um, so yeah, I really pray that justice can be served for Ahmad Aubrey. He deserves so much better than what he got. And um, I even recently saw the body cam footage of when police got on the scene after he was killed. And the officer was literally so calm. Like he didn't arrest the men on the spot or anything. Like he even, he just like casually walked up and he's just like, yeah, he's like, um, are y'all's weapons up now? And I'm like, for a black person that would have never been the approach never 
ever would have been the approach it's just insane to see and you can literally hear Ahmad just like clearly just gasping for his last breaths in that video you can clearly hear it and the officer just didn't remotely even think about giving him aid calling for an ambulance like they truly let him die wanted him to die like he was just roadkill like it's horrific um and for these defense attorneys to know all these things to see all these things and to even want to take this um trial is just beyond me like wanting to even defend people like this it's just beyond me and for them to make objections for things like his mom crying in court is just ridiculous and heartless and I'm so glad that the judge overruled that objection and it's sad that there are just back-to-back -back cases for all these crimes to kill black people like enough is enough um but yeah, on a um, more brighter note, I hope that you all have a good and happy Thanksgiving and just um, enjoy your time with your loved ones and eat good and stay safe. Now into the heart to heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was, be gentle. You are meeting parts of yourself you have been at war with. Um, so when I seen this quote, it was right on time um, because this quote really represents just being patient with yourself. There are parts of ourselves that we struggle with and we put on the back burner but when we finally start to meet those different parts of ourselves like you just have to be gentle. Um, when you meet these new sides of you your first instinct you know of course may be to push it away but just know that if you are gentle and kind and just learn to accept these parts of you it will make all the difference um we as people are constantly changing we are never just the same so when you meet those dark sides of yourself or those sides of yourself you've been avoiding um just know that you are about to have an awakening and you are about to encounter parts of yourself that you have the power to control and make yourself a better you so don't let things you are battling take over who you are or who you want to become and look fear in your battles in the eyes and tell yourself you got it be patient and be kind you are still and forever growing that's all for today's episode of talks with tatiana please make sure to follow me on instagram at talks with tatiana underscore on facebook at talks with tatiana and on twitter at talk with tatiana without the s after talk turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings reviews and share with your friends until next time remember stay open stay kind and keep fighting the good fight